0: He was calling her a slut while going down on her? Yeah,
1: that's a little was it muffled or how did he
0: That's not the time like I, I don't know I'm not an expert on dirty the dirty talk area, but I believe that the time <laughs> when you're supposed to deploy <laughs> these phrases is when you're being very dominant. Right. Like right? so it's not like hey sit on my face and then she's sitting in your face <laughs> and you're like shut
1: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. Today, we are going to talk about the oral hygiene of the person going down on you, how to blow a first physical encounter, cum tissues, and more. I'm Keith, <laughs> back at long last from my 11 country world tour. My co host is Mike. And Mike, good job keeping the pod afloat while I was out gallivanting.
0: Thanks. I mean there's uh, you made the good point that like if we we have to be careful not to stray from the point of the podcast when you know at some point it might be better just to take a week or two break or maybe give people some classic episodes we now have quite a library uh, or yeah. something like that. So that's an know. interesting idea, replaying old episodes. There's a there's a podcast I listen to that um what he does is he'll take an old episode, he'll take like 20 minutes of it and commentate it. Yeah. Like an old one, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I've changed my mind on this, and it's actually kind of interesting."
1: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'm not sure what to do when we're unavailable. Like, is it better to have consistent content that is a little bit lower quality, or to have breaks? I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, my feelings that you're saying it's lower quality, but you know, we'll just go move I on. Mean, that was that was implied, but not made entirely I, explicit. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I think I have a dating tip that could be generally useful for for people. You often will see like, "Oh, what should I do on a first date? And it's sort of a hard question. I mean, the answer is you should be charming and try not to talk too much about yourself and you know ask her questions and be interested in what she has to say. But yeah, I think people need specifics, and I think I have I think I have one that would be okay. generally useful for people for already. a woman. No, this is for a man going on a date, like a thing that he can try to do that will make the date go better. Okay. So I try to figure out some situation whereby she might be going through some drama. So um, I I might Hmm. ask if she has roommates um, and... Ask like, oh, you know, do you guys have any drama? Like, you know, how how are the relationships between you guys? Um, or, um I was talking to somebody last night. This wasn't a date, but it was a girl in my running club, and uh, she had just been on a trip. And people were like, oh, you know, what was your favorite part? You know, how 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 was it? And I said, uh, was there any drama between you and your sister? And she sort of lit up and like talked about that for like three minutes. Okay. Um, and I think what you're doing here is I think people want a place to like air out their dirty laundry that's sort of a safe space. And, you know, they know that a person that they're on a date with will probably listen patiently and they can like construct their story and they can tell it with like whatever bias they want. And they know the person isn't going to be able to judge them because they just don't know. And well, no, you're
0: showing that you can play that role that they probably want of a, of right. a friendly, uh, supportive listener. Right. Like Do you, do you, is that what you do also? Do you try to like, you know, it's, it's always said off, oft said that women want the man to listen,
1: but not like offer solutions.
0: Do you do that? Yeah. Do you just sort of let them
1: vent? <laughs> I mean, my temptation of course, is to try and fix stuff and tell them right. what they're doing wrong, but yeah, you have sure. to guard against that. I think, yeah, women definitely don't want that on a first date. They don't want it like people to mansplain to them the solutions to their obviously solved problems. <laughs> right, you're saying okay. You're saying they're typically trivial. Have you
0: ever have you ever deployed this tactic and like un- inadvertently found yourself in like an episode of Jerry Springer where like they reveal something to you where you're just like they're like yeah I I uh, discovered that my stepdad blah 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 you know just something where yeah uh, yeah stepdad was dating my sister you know just something just totally unreasonable.
1: Yeah, I have a good answer to this one. Okay, uh, I was on a date once and uh the woman started telling me about uh she had gotten pregnant, and she mm. wasn't sure which of three men it it was and on on the Maury Povich show, of course,
0: famously, there was a woman who had eighteen men, I think and she it went it went <laughs> on and on and on of course I
1: they shamefully. brought them all in for the paternity test?
0: And it wasn't just all at once. It was it was over time because she would bring in like two or three or – actually, you know, first it was just one and said, oh, it's I'm sure it's him. And of course it wasn't. It just went on and on. <laughs> and they would bring her back. And at some point you wonder, like, is this woman telling the truth? And let's, Right. Maybe not. Uh, and I think they never did find out who it was. And yeah, she basically – It wasn't
1: any of the 18?
0: She'd been in a gangbang and so didn't know who it was. Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah I was going to say, how could you possibly – have sex 18 times during your ovulation window, but right. sorry, I did not consider that you could have Yukake. sex with multiple men in one That's right. Uh,
0: there was a there was one a porn episode. I watched recently that was like that. It was like a woman had it was some large number of men and, and the whole premise was she wasn't going to know which man impregnated her. Any, anyway, I cut off your story. So.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this isn't anything brilliant, but if you're looking for a direction to steer the patter,
0: no, no, the story. What? What? How? It was.
1: Oh, it, which it, of it, the three? Which of the three possible yeah. baby daddies was it? Yeah, that's right. I don't remember. I mean, this was not. <laughs> <laughs> if if someone were to give her advice, they might suggest not to bring up her baby drama, baby daddy drama on a first date. So
0: she had a child
1: or was pregnant? No, or... she had she... an abortion. Okay.
0: Well, so that's a positive. If you're the kind of man who wants to have some certainty that the woman is not going to hmm. have a child when you as a guy maybe don't want to. have, Yeah, that might be a positive. But you were sort (laughs) of, I guess generally, you you viewed it as a negative signal that she'd had this uh, situation where where it was that three men so close to her was. I I think viewing that as a negative is the correct reaction. How did you manage? So that's maybe one of the worst possible. They're worse, but that's not a great Uh, outcome to the strategy? How did you manage that? Just sort of said, ah, ha, 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 and then moved on.
1: I think I pretended to be interested in the story, but there was not going to be a second date after that. Interesting. Okay. So then you
0: just limited your expenses for that date and uh, left as soon as possible. That's right. Interesting. And she might, I wonder if she figured out that that's why you did that, but okay. But most of the time you have a positive experience. You're able to get them talking and it, it makes you seem like a good listener. Right. Or maybe you know, maybe you are,
1: you know. I, I just thought of this now, but it might also be nice because they don't need to try to seem smart about something, right? Like, if you say mm. something like, oh, what's your favorite movie? Like, well, now, you know, maybe it's like the fourth Harry Potter, but they don't want to say that because, you know, it sort of signals that they're a bit basic, right? So now they have to say something interesting or, you know, who's your favorite musician? It's like, well, you know, you might say Taylor Swift, but they might want to signal that they're a little bit more sophisticated than that. And but and if this, you say this, like, "Oh, is there any drama with you know whatever?" then it just gives them a thing to talk about without having to worry about what it. This actually really says vibes with
0: me. Just just two days ago, I was at the Whole Foods store slash Amazon, and I was in the check stand, and it was two. It was the, both of the people helping me were attractive young women, and ordinarily mm-hmm. that's not an easy demographic. And I brought up a kind of a joke about shoplifting. <laughs> and they both immediately and, and, and I was sort of like, you guys don't have any problems with that. Do you like as an opening for them to talk about it? And immediately right. was this sort of thing where they both brightened up and they started telling me stories and blah, blah, blah. There was no one in line. So it wasn't wasting anybody's time. And yeah. And like they immediately they loved the fact that they could unload some emotional thing on me. Right. And I could tell like, oh, now we're taught, like now I'm, I'm actually right. having a conversation with these like 24 year old women where that would well, normally be impossible.
1: And you also made it safe by saying, you guys don't have a problem with that. Like you're saying, you're sort of right. saying you're down with, uh, you know, some like maybe an unsavory thing. So when I say like, was there any drama? I'll I'll say like, oh man, was there like someone might say like, oh, I just went to a wedding and I'll, and I'll say like, oh man, was there any juicy drama? Because yeah, you're making it clear that you want to hear the drama. You're not judging them for, you know, being dramatic. Maybe you're creating a familiar conversation style that women would Often
0: have amongst themselves also, yeah, like it's, maybe it's, it, it's less uh, intimidating because you're, yeah, it's it's
1: and it's not maybe the kind of conversation men would have with each other, right? Because we busy talking about things like the Manhattan Project, sure, or uh, you know how to solve global warming, <laughs> <and> so forth. <laughs> we we spend our time on important stuff, important issues of the day, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have a bunch of topics collated here, both from listeners and from Reddit. Uh, shall we get into it? Yes. I kind of liked this first one. Um, this person says, "I was I was texting a potential partner for about two weeks, and things were great. We made plans to meet, and the day before, we got into the subject of sexual likes and dislikes. And he mentions how he is a big fan of giving oral. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love oral?" So I mention my lady bits are a tad sensitive, and I work hard to keep her healthy and happy, and that I just ask that he brush his teeth before going down south. Through previous conversations, I knew he was a cigarette smoker, so wow. this is an absolute necessity for me. Or you just put your mouth down there. Well, he, st- he stops responding after that. The next day, I go to text him about still meeting up, and I get nothing back. Wait, did I, I just have a
0: stroke, or did you like skip
1: something? It, I thought I skipped a sentence,
0: but... I didn't. I think you did because you said, or
1: he just goes down there. I know. You jumped. This is what she wrote. Okay. Sorry. previous conversations, I know he is a cigarette smoker, so this is an absolute necessity for me, or you just put your mouth down there. That's okay. What she wrote. Well, that's uh, unfortunate. Uh, I call and my calls don't go through. I checked the app and he blocked me. Just ghosted me because I said he had to have a clean mouth to taste this. Um,
0: now, I would point out just just off the top here that-
1: <clears throat> uh,
0: now, it, it's it's basically viewed as basically impossible. It's either basically impossible or impossible to spread HIV through oral sex. Um, okay, I would even go so far as to say it's impossible. Like there there aren't really any documented cases if of this. Anything,
1: are... if anything, brushing your teeth would increase the odds. Exactly, because brushing the teeth causes little microabrasions in your mouth. That's so right, and that's actually the advice if you have a sore, it. it might make it a little bloody. You know,
0: right. And so she's essentially what? what yeah, what what struck me as odd immediately about that is that now oral performed on a woman is even less likely to because there's no, let's set aside squirting. There's no ejaculate fluid exchanged, um, so on and so forth. However, like to the extent that you're worried about such things, like yes, having the person microabrate their mouth before having oral sex seems like it increases the risk somewhat. I
1: don't think her concern here is HIV. I think her concern is that he might have cigarette tar in his teeth or something. I would think that would bother, like I. I would think there
0: would be other sexual activities or near sexual activities, like that would bother her more than
1: the oral. Yeah, like kissing, kissing. So the reason I brought this up him. is, I mean, I don't think it's normal to like demand that your partner brushes teeth or her teeth before going down on you. Is it? No, I mean, I
0: could see. I, I've okay. I'm sure you've experienced this that uh, depending on what your lovely young sutras suitor. Uh, has eaten or if they uh-huh. brush their teeth recently, you might uh-huh. notice a different tingling sensation on your penis. Sure. Uh, so there is a sensation that can happen. Uh, I've experienced it before from, uh, well, you know, sort of spicy food and had that be uncomfortable. I've also had to be uncomfortable from brushed teeth.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's so where minty. this minty. Peppermint. Get that, well, that actually that I've, had it un- I've had
0: to be, I've had to be more like to the point where it's, it gets in the pee hole and is uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I think. Well, I would want them to rinse their mouth really well, and I certainly don't think hygiene hygiene. I guess if you're a woman, though, it's more intrusive. He could stick his tongue way up in there. Yeah, but
1: I think she's imagining it. Like, well, for sure. What are the parts per million of like dirt based on whether your teeth are brushed or not? Like, I just—that's right. I I don't think I think she's constructing a concern here, and I think most people don't have this concern. I mean, after I read this, I was like, huh, like. Maybe if I were more into blowjobs, I would, I don't just, I don't think I would care if somebody has like even bad breath before they blow me. They're going to have bad breath afterward. <laughs> no, my semen is like roses, man. Well, it has a certain smell. So it's going to,
0: they'll have a, a distinctive breath rather.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think I generally agree with that. Although, yeah, I would just think, I mean, whatever. I think I would think that like, it, yeah, you would worry about the cigarette stuff in other contexts. And it's strange. So it's strange to do that. It's also strange that he ghosted her um but he might have been felt like he was being judged for his smoking habit.
1: Yeah, I mean based on her writing style and like outrage about him not honoring this request. He might have just gotten the impression that this was going to be too much work.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe she's not all that.
1: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Difficult I, to know. I yeah. Mean, yeah, we have just one uh Paragraph here, so it's hard to divine too much. But okay, so yeah, it sounds like you agree that like demanding someone to brush their teeth is a little bit unusual.
0: I mean, a fair number of guys, especially nowadays, venture south of the border from the vulva. So these are people who are going to get some poop on their tongue. So it's hard right. to get, like, so that's worse. Like,
1: what could possibly be worse, right?
0: Yeah, so it's, I'm not, yeah, I'm not totally getting what the.
1: Yeah. Like, would she be upset if he was like licking her body and she hadn't showered lately and then he tried to go down on her? Like, w- what are the boundaries here?
0: I mean, the like, well, but I mean, if you were going to finger a woman in this case, I mean, insert fingers in her and you're, you're, you had just uh, been doing some gardening outside uh-huh. without gloves. Like you, <laughs> you could see her wanting you to wash your hands. So there is like yes. a limit. In in other words, like men. Yeah. I mean, it's on some level, they do have an internal orifice, so an internal genitalia that you could see causing some sensitivity.
1: But- yeah. But, but there's a big gap between like going up there with dirty fingers and- Of course. You know. Yeah. All right. Okay. This person says, uh, hot date, but sex was meh on the first date. Give it time. First date with a gorgeous and brilliant woman, wonderful dinner conversation, could talk to this lady forever. She's 31, incredible body, clearly sexually experienced with both men and women. She smells wonderful, good kisser, perfectly groomed. And then he has in parentheses, I shaved for you. Uh, but back at the hotel, the sex was just meh. She wasn't cold or uncaring. Let me pleasure, she let me pleasure her all over, but otherwise not especially active. In the shower afterward, she was happy to have me wash her all over, but didn't reciprocate. Just putting this in as illustrative of the sex overall. Other than excellent blowjob technique, the bedroom part of the date was just meh. Not a relationship I would stay with if this was going to be the norm going forward. One argument is, this is real life. This girl is a real person and she just met you. What were you expecting? The Kama Sutra? Just talk to her about it. Be kind, honest, and open, and give it a second date because you like everything else about her. If it's met twice, kindly sell her, tell her, sorry, I just don't think we're sexually compatible and move on. Um, what could a woman do to like so turn a man off? Well, okay, I mean, we we're supposed to take it face value
0: as claim that she's... Unbelievably attractive and smart, and all these other things. Right. I mean, that's not yeah. plausible. But okay, yeah. uh, if a woman is just just amazing in all ways, and then she, she does something, I mean, it would be it would be not being into it, right? Oh, which by the way, did I say this already in the podcast that my my wife had this idea that that topic? I think I didn't. So we talked about um, it's relevant. We talked about uh the guy who lost his erection during sex Uh and our our conclusion was it was because this was two episodes ago is that that it was because his partner was fat Mm -hmm. obese right and my wife's argument which i thought was a decent one was no uh, it could be the woman's just not into it and that she had experienced that before basically a guy losing his erection because of that Uh, or at least that was her interpretation she's like look i was really young at the time like i'm sure it wasn't my attractiveness and so yeah i mean it could just be that like she was just not She actually. So he wasn't good enough, basically.
1: I guess. I mean, he does say she had excellent blowjob technique, which would be well. But that I know. I I, I know that that, that's not dispositive, but good blowjob technique often involves enthusiasm.
0: That's true, but maybe when he says technique, it implies maybe he's thinking about technical skills. Yeah. So she. So maybe she deep throated him. Maybe she's got like a good arm, like a hand twist right (laughs) uh motion which i've told you this before that i have a friend who like oh i guess if you're if you're pantomiming giving a blow job like there's a certain thing you would do with your hand or your Uh mouth or something just to sort of as a joke and he Uh did that he pantomimed it but he twisted his hand while he did okay does that make sense so it's like he's pantomiming it but instead of just like the
1: you know
0: right he's twisting and i thought this guy's given a blowjob before.
1: Yeah, the twisting thing is <laughs> something you see in porn a lot. It's something I've experienced in real life. It, it is, was really like very it is kind of like- nice, but yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a thing that a man like if I were doing the you know the universal blowjob symbol. There's no way I would involve twisting.
0: I don't. Right. I don't. As a guy, if you're pantomiming that, don't twist
1: your hand because I still remember it. and I still. Suspect it screams. That it screams a uh, personal experience. Yes, it did. It did.
0: Uh, But yeah, but I still, I mean, actually, to me, that that actually, so the it actually suggests the the good blowjob technique actually suggests even more that it could be lack of interest from her part. She just, yeah, maybe she felt obliged to do it. um, If you're if you're taking as for granted that she was actually as attractive and intelligent as he says,
1: right? So yeah, I strongly agree that the most likely thing here is she was just not that interested or that into it, and he was able to detect that subconsciously because he doesn't mention it. That he that right. she may not have been into it. Could there be something else? Like Yeah, of course. There could be like
0: she could like be what? worried that she's gonna have her period. She could be like, Oh have no, diarrhea no, 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 no. No, is there something she could or...
1: do, Is there something she could do wrong? Oh. Like um, people complain about women starfishing, you know, just sort of laying there. But first of all, that it might, it might just be that she's submissive and she wants the man to take a lead. I mean,
0: Second that's of not all, just- yeah.
1: Even if they are a starfish, like, I don't think that would matter for at least a half dozen sexual encounters before you got sort of bored of that because the newness of her would be more, more dominant. Yeah, you could flip the around experience. And ask,
0: I mean, so, so you want to probably exclude things like aggressively getting on her phone while he's penetrating her. Yeah,
1: right. Um, yeah
0: like uh, just yeah it's something that shows total lack of interest but yeah you could turn it around and say still just lack of interest yeah let's say you had a woman and she wanted to show lack of interest like let's say she's adversarial what what would she do that doesn't involve something extreme like that um starfishing's the obvious example i could think, of. I think
1: um, of avoiding kissing like if you like go in for a kiss she turns turns away that's not great
0: i mean there could be i've 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 encountered people that complained about women like talking incessantly like in ways that are like nonsensical to what's going on, like maybe about their shopping list or news oh, okay. or something. Right. But that again, I think he would have mentioned that. That's sort of aggressive. So like right. something passive that you would do. Um I mean, I guess like yeah, starfishing and only wanting, like kind of being very opposed to switching positions or something. Oh, and yeah, you know, the the other thing is like clearly not enjoying it. So in other words, like not moving up the pleasure. She might have just been being honest. Okay, but like
1: you're yeah. you're just rephrasing Disinterest yeah. a bunch of different ways. Mm, true. There are plenty of, th- like, okay, let's say I reverse this. What can a man do to be bad at sex on a first date? And, like, there's so many things, right? Like, he can be, you know, like overly paw- pawing too much, too handsy. He can be sort of not reading the room. He could just do one position. He could be switching positions too much. He can be going too hard. He can be, you know, too rough, too soft. Like there's just a zillion things a man can do that a woman might be like, whoa, I don't want to have sex with this person again.
0: So I mean, it would be, yeah. What
1: can a woman do, an enthusiastic woman who wants to please her man to be, to, to have the reaction that, that this man had?
0: Sure. So there's, there are things a woman can do. I mean, you can, she can be, she can kiss in an uncomfortable way. There are various okay. sort of things that would describe as a bad kisser. Uh, she could, uh, for example, uh, uh, do things to the guy that are tickle him. So it's mm. like actually like, you know, not, it sort of becomes uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's not like, it's yeah. no longer like uh, sensual. It just becomes like silly. Yeah. Um. She could have like, she could, yeah, I mean, they're, they're like she could go into some weird mode where she like calls him daddy when he's not into that or like yeah. baby talks or something. I mean, I think there's like a series of things she could do.
1: Okay. But all of those are sort of incompetence. I guess the things the men Maybe. were doing were incompetent too, but the men the man really does have a lot more agency and and has to perform. Oh better, sure, I sure. Think. Yeah, that's right.
0: I mean, yeah, the main place where that's the thing is he he removed the main place the woman could fail, which would be the blow. Right there, like she could definitely like, uh, you know, things we've discussed, she could use, she could have a very bad um, sort of uh, how hard she presses with her mouth and her hand and stuff like that, like have a a bad understanding of that. And so it's just not doing
1: much for or or alternately be too, you know, push too hard. Yeah. I've had women be too loud. I've complained about that on the show before. Yeah. Where whether they're faking it or not, it's, it's obnoxious to my neighbors.
0: I think I think to yeah, I think to put a finer point on your point, it's that a guy saying, Hey, she was just bad at it doesn't make it doesn't mean anything because it yeah. requires some explanation. A guy could be just bad at it. A woman, I think yeah. you need some explanation. To be like, What okay. do you mean? Like yeah, there must right. be something You're, specific.
1: Okay. Th- yeah, that's why I brought this up. I thought maybe I was missing something, but yeah, yeah. it's sort of confusing, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. I I agree, by the way, that the most likely thing is that she was just not interested. And he's projecting the way he worded it, he probably didn't want to say that. Because, they, you know yeah, he's either oblivious or he didn't want to say it because he's embarrassed.
0: Well, you know, he's he's not going to get a second chance. So right. Um,
1: this one's short but sweet. Uh, is it creepy that my girlfriend wants to keep a tissue with my cum as a souvenir, or is that normal?
0: It's not normal. <laughs> I like that it's a tissue. I do too. <laughs> Uh, I do too. Yeah. You should encourage her like, you know, those uh, in like the, well, maybe even in the 20th century, I was going to say in the 19th century, people would have little lockets. I guess people still do this, right? With someone's picture in it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. And they
0: like wear it. He could encourage it's- her to do that. Or maybe, you know, you can take a, a dead person's ashes and turn them into like a diamond or a brick or like little pebbles. They're various like um, things. You could do that with some semen. You'd be like, hey, I can, you could save it in amber mm-hmm. and then make some jewelry out of it. Yes. Like he should actually, it's kind of cool, right? If you had a chick who wanted to do this, it's an opportunity because you could give her, it would be hilarious to have her like wear your semen as like a necklace. Oh, she has, it's like a pearl necklace. It's Ah. a literal, yeah. well, literal figurative pearl necklace. Right. So, I mean, he could take advantage of it. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Uh, It suggests that she wants to like DNA test him or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, the first couple comments here are funny. This guy says souvenir of what? This is definitely not common or normal. Does she have multiple tissues marked with the name and date and best before timeline? And somebody says, "I'm picturing a giant shelf full of neatly filed and labeled crumpled tissues, and I'm betting the students is not the only name you'd find written in in front of one of them. Like she might be keeping trophies. Could be. I don't. I mean, have you
0: ever? I've never encountered anything like remotely like that from a woman.
1: I've heard of men keeping collections and pantries around of uh sure conquests yeah no that that makes sense to me uh yeah but i have not heard of women keeping vials or crumpled tissues of semen
0: no that doesn't seem to me what would like what would be what would occur to them it would be something more sentimental than that so this is uh but, but that being said i mean she just has some sort of particular bent it's just yeah she's just being weird
1: I can imagine women somewhat worshiping their partner's semen.: Go I mean, on? Well, that's like a completely foreign thing to me, but I, I, I find semen generally repulsive. OK. And so women appear not to, and so I can imagine that going to some place where they actually want to collect it. But okay, I, you wouldn't
0: ima- you wouldn't worship a woman's uh, uh,
1: secretions. No. Would I would okay. Not. So you
0: don't understand that. But you do know that there are men who pay good money for
1: used underwear. Yeah. You're aware of the bathwater thing too, right?
0: I'm not sure. I assume it's used no. bathwater.
1: Yeah. So, like, they'll take a bath and then they'll offer to sell their bathwater. Um, maybe you'll get a video of them actually taking said bath. And then I don't know if they vial it up into quarts or 12 ounce containers or. <laughs> you know I, I don't know how big the container is but then they they mail it to you and then i don't know what the men do do they drink right. it do they just smell it it's not going to smell like anything
0: yeah it's not it's going to be
1: diluted whatever it would be it
0: make it would make right. more sense to me for them to like send you their pee or something like something more personal but maybe
1: yeah i th- i mean there are things with like they'll wear the panties for a day or they'll like yes. take a video of themselves like masturbating with like the panties pulled to the side or something and so you know you're getting that that juice. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to understand that behavior. I don't. I mean, I just assume
0: that men doing this are have just. Uh, yeah, look, there is this set of men that basically are excluded from getting sex for various reasons. Whether there, there are a whole bunch of reasons that can happen. Uh-huh. Uh I mean, the yeah, I mean, like you could imagine. You could okay. Imagine here's here's a way to imagine it, it that could actually apply to your life. If you were if you were sentenced to prison. For the rest okay. of your life, uh-huh. something like this might become compelling because you ha- you have no access. Right, that's it. You have permanent access cut off Right, and yeah. So then there are men who essentially are in metaphorical prisons because they're unattractive, they're old, they're stupid, like whatever. Right, There's something wrong with them that that basically prevents them. Or maybe they're just like in a marriage where like they have no access. I
1: think that's I think that's yeah. the right read. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People get to like a sort of desperate place, and they denormalize.
0: Yeah, I don't actually know. It's yeah, it's impossible to say, but I think it's certainly if I had been put in prison when I was eighteen, for oh the rest my God. of my life, this kind of stuff would become compelling. I've got to right. think.
1: And yeah, you, I would just go insane.
0: I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but when when I see like a young man being sentenced to prison, that's always what I think of, or like for you know for life or whatever. I think wow, right. that like this. Like people don't talk about this, but like you're you're yeah, making this guy's
1: life terrible. Permanent ending to your sex life, right? Do they get to like masturbate?
0: I mean, there's get some to, physical like,
1: need to, right? Like, right. It could be considered. Uh, could it be considered a human right violation to not <laughs> provide people privacy to masturbate? I can I imagine, like, I can imagine a woke prison having a conversation about that at least.
0: I think I might have mentioned this before, but I, I watched a video about a women's prison where they removed the or they changed the nature of the curtains in the showers because women were masturbating. Yeah, in the we talked about that. Person, I think yeah, right. In a women's prison, it's easier because the women are more likely to pair up, um, because they're more flexible, hetero flexible or whatever. Typically, yeah. But uh, for men, uh, yeah, I think it's an understood thing that it goes on, but I think it's
1: discouraged by the you maybe know. you could just even if you're in like a a room with like m- multiple people. You can just masturbate in your bunk bed once a week and wouldn't take long. Yeah, it's really shitty though. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think it's better than never orgasming for the rest of your life.
0: Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't but know I, either. but I could
1: see, I could see in that environment wanting some of these
0: bath water, uh, not the semen. I I bet semen tissues are probably pretty easy to get if you want them in prison. (laughs) That's not, thats not what a
1: guy would want. No, it's, it's not, it's not what I would want anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, this person says my husband doesn't want me. Every time I try to initiate, he, a 31 year old man pushes me a 23 year old female. Nice away. And when I bring it up, to him he gets mad so he's pushing her away we are only doing it once a week when he gets when he gets mad he withholds from me and tells me it's my fault we aren't going to i always try to seduce him but he pushes me away there's never a right time to ask for his attention he never gives me time and when he does he throws it in my face he's either always playing video games or watching tv or eating and once he's done he just wants to go straight to sleep When I get pissed at him for not wanting to, I yell at him that he'd rather look at other women online than the one in front of him, and he gets even angrier. I'm so sexually frustrated, and I'm only 23. I've had only two other partners beside him, and I sometimes resent marrying him because I signed my life away. What should I do? Yeah. Um, The problem here is not that he has low libido. Because of the porn? I think he's just not interested in her. And he's erected like all these defenses, right? He's like trying to gaslight her that it's her fault, you know. He, there's never the right time. He's playing video games or you know he's eating, right? Like he just he's just created these various walls.
0: Do you think that he's, uh, you know, one of the our friends on the having fun hobbying subreddit uh, uh, mongering with prostitutes? Do you think he's just using the internet porn? Like, do you think that? Okay, go on.
1: No, I think he's probably also frustrated by their current situation, but. Doesn't have, you know, doesn't have the tools to communicate with her what the real problems are. So if you've, well, you may know
0: more about this type of situation than I do, but like the, uh, so the solution for a guy is to just use porn and masturbate and use that as a, uh, I mean, she's, it's surprising to me that her willingness doesn't break him down.
1: I think her willingness makes it worse. Like her desperation just turns him off even more. Okay, but to the extent that he would be attracted to her, he probably would rather be the initiator. But he could just tell that, like, she always wants it. And he. Okay. You know, so so he erects all these defenses to, like, try to stop her from even trying. In that
0: circumstance, what do you think would be the blockage to him just moving on? Like, why is he.
1: Oh, he's probably too much married. of a wuss.
0: Okay. Okay. So he he so he what he wants to do is to go bang other chicks, but he's too much of a wuss to. I mean, I think enact, the general male that. experience is that yes. Well, fair point. Um, but but okay, fine. But, but it's, yeah, it's, but I don't it,
1: think he if, wants to yeah. be celibate for the rest of his life. He, this That's isn't it. how yeah. he imagined it either. He would rather still be very attracted to his partner, but he's not, and so. He doesn't know how to tell her that because she's going to get like really worked up. Um, and I
0: feel like, yeah, I don't really understand that because, yeah, I mean, this is you and I have discussed this. Like, I think that yeah. the, I don't understand. I I, w- I just think that like the your your brain is designed to give you additional pleasure when you're having sex with a, another partner, and so I would yeah. think that at some point the guy would just be like, oh, okay, fine, this is going to be a lot better, and he would just do it. But maybe that's what happens. It's like every like six months he does it, and then he. I mean gets angry again.
1: I had this thought once when I was dating someone that I was no longer sexually interested in. And I thought about <laughs> how, how hurtful it would be to hear this. And so I'm not okay. going to say who it was. I've had a lot oh, of relationships sure, sure. where I become less sexually interested, but in, in this one, I was just absolutely not. And I thought to myself, I think I would rather have sex with literally any other female in the world than my partner. Like, wow. It, yeah. And it's what brought it it to that point? I mean, just generally, it's just, I just wasn't, it just was completely uncompelling to me. I don't know why my brain was doing that. I think my brain was telling me (laughs) to the extent it's possible to breed with this person, you've done that, it's time to move on.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, like my my brain is sort of enlightened on that front in a way. I think other male brains. I, it's confusing to me that other other male brains don't have this problem as often as it I do. It could be.
0: Yeah, you could you could imagine what would the world be like if that were like one of the knock on effects of birth control. If that if mm. if basically like male brains were designed, and maybe yours is such that you know they'll they'll try to impregnate the woman some number of times, and then at some point the brain just goes, look obviously i can't either she's infertile or i can't do it and so i'm just going to become totally unattracted to her and move on i think it's adaptive
1: yeah it makes sense
0: i well but uh, concretely i don't think that's how the male brain works uh, uh, except for you (laughs) it feels like that's how mine works but yeah i agree (laughs) you think do you think you would the attraction would have gone up if you had impregnated her you're like oh it worked
1: i wonder I've never, I've never had that experience. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Maybe you need a woman to need to get an abortion every like six months.
1: Yeah. But but I don't know if my brain could, could intellectualize that part, but if she did get pregnant and I had a child, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Would I like regain attraction, you know, after, after she gave birth. Right. You'd be like, it worked. Yeah. Like her, her body's functional. Right. No, it's true that for, for
0: some, on some level, for your brain, for male brains, like female birth control is very confusing. It's like, why aren't they getting pregnant? Your brain, like there's some part of your brain that doesn't get that. And on the other hand though, I I mean, my impression with animals is they don't see the linkage between sex. And in other words, seeing the linkage between sex and reproduction is I think kind of a higher capability. Although, I mean, like even birds can be monogamous.
1: So they must
0: know, they must know, oh, that means I only fertilize or, you know, this, yeah, this I think whatever. there's.
1: I think with some of those primitive animals, the thing that's going on is, in order for the families to be safe, the it, it's important for the male to be around, in a way that isn't necessarily the case with humans.
0: Yeah, but my point is just that that means that you can have a very simple brain structure that enforces some that enforces this. Like it doesn't have to be a higher. Uh, oh. Yeah, It doesn't require thinking, like knowing that, oh, I put my semen there and then this happens could be knowing in quotes, I should say, is something a a very small animal can do. And so it's like, okay, it could be in your brain somewhere. So it's not actually impossible that there's just some unconscious activity. You're like, look, honey, I can't, I can't, (laughs) you either need to get pregnant or you could, you could see what happens if you have like a partner who gains weight periodically.
1: Yeah, I think it's the variety that my brain is, is craving, but I don't think, I don't think you can trick your brain into, um, for example, oh boy. Yeah. No, I don't want to say this. Sorry. I know that's tantalizing. Fuck it. I'll say it. General. Yeah. (sighs) Say something that's
0: close to it. Maybe you can have to reveal. It's not generalizable.
1: I, um, I dated, uh, someone who was an identical twin and, Toward the end of our relationship, I was starting to uh-huh. lose some of my sexual interest in her. Yeah. But I didn't find I didn't lose sexual interest in her identical twin.
0: Oh, that's fascinating. You could have yeah.
1: like my brain was that, somehow yeah, okay. new that this person that looked exactly the same. Right. So yeah, it wasn't like, so it's not the yeah. way she
0: looks, it's her personality yeah. that you lost the attraction. Like
1: I was to. always attracted to like my partner more than this than her sister. But why? Wait, why was that? I don't know. I, I liked my partner better for some reason. I'm not sure. I mean they're you both, have an individual. They're, they're both fucking people. By? I was just more sexually interested in my partner. Because she like didn't chew gum or something. I mean, like, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Never She had a, various properties that I yeah, I mean, she just Okay. Yeah. I would think you would be. I mean, around there's also the close, problem here. Like, I don't want to speak in like super specifics here because I got it. Yeah, like, I got it. I, if either of these people ever listens, like, it's super obvious. Like, oh, because you but, don't want the sister to know that you're attracted or were attracted to her. I got it. Yeah. Well, and I yeah, I've dated a limited number of identical wouldn't twins. Wouldn't
0: that be? Wouldn't that be obvious? Just setting aside this particular um, couple or this particular pair of sisters, that must be always an awkward situation in general. Not. I'm just theorizing here because if you're if a if you have two women that are identical twins and a guy is dating yeah. one of them he's definitely super attracted
1: to the other one like <sighs> it's not confusing right it was it wasn't like that like for me i you know my sexual to general interest general here. Yeah. yeah but no it's uh, okay i mean i think i could say like a reasonable thing here that like is not okay. offensive to them yeah like my partner i was you know it starts at like a 10 mm-hmm. and then over time faster for me than apparently for most other people it it wanes and to her sister it was always like a two or something right like it wasn't like oh i'm like passionately attracted to her to her sister like constantly fantasizing what? about threesomes i wasn't it just it's it's something like the way that like fathers aren't attracted to their own daughters or like if you it's not just fathers like if you apparently like if you are around somebody when they're young, like even sure. when they reach sexual maturity, you don't become sexually attracted to them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have that with uh, uh, mer- uh, uh, nieces by marriage. Sure, right, right. Um, but the the uh, but even at the beginning of your relationship, you were it was it was a ten and a two. It wasn't like a ten and a seven. There was a big gap. Yeah, no. Wow. It was
1: like a ten and a two.
0: That's shocking. I would think at the beginning you would be like, "Look, I, I would I would switch if I you know."
1: Right, but interestingly, like as. My interest in my partner like waned to like a zero or something close to zero, it yeah. remained a two with the system.
0: It didn't go to four.
1: No, it didn't go up, but it didn't go down either. And you, you would think if my body is and my brain is doing some processing about like, well, you know, the, the, the field huh. is sown here, you, you should move on. Uh, it would do the same to the... Well, except that you don't know if the other one is un, uh, impregnable. That's true. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. I, I mean, I don't think this And is also the what's brain probably on. doesn't have adaptations for dealing with identical twins. I either. think
0: I think it's more likely just yeah, I think it's more likely that what's going on there is that you have various personality conflicts with the one twin that and she becomes sort of pedestrian to you, right? You 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 know how things work with her and the other one remains somewhat mysterious and the, so yeah. she retains some amount of allure because of that. That seems right. Yeah. So it would be funny if it was for the other thing. But I. it's interesting to me that it was a 10 and two. I would not intuitively guess that. I would intuitively guess that it would be confusing and kind of high for the other twin. And yeah. Meaning you would like sort of be okay with switching. Anyway.
1: All right, let's move on. Uh, this person says, my girlfriend told me to call her names in bed, then cried when I did. So yeah, this is exactly as it sounds. My girlfriend, uh, she's 19 and he's 20, asked me during foreplay to call her names specifically Slut and Whore. So, you know, I did it. When things heated up a bit more, I started whispering in her ear about how she'll be my Slut tonight or that she's a good little whore because she did something I like. At some point, I was going down on her and she started sobbing. And I'm like, baby, what's up? Then she said she actually didn't like like it that i called her those things it wasn't how she expected because i said it so seriously she felt i was actually (laughs) insulting her why would she ask me to verbally insult her during sex and then cry because i did
0: yeah that's Um, not very cool of her
1: yeah i mean the top comment here is you know sometimes we order the pistachio ice cream and then realize we actually don't like pistachio (laughs) give her lots of cuddles and kisses and reassure her that you won't say it like that again um I mean, the shittiest yeah. thing she did actually was to he let him
0: keep doing it and then not bring it up until afterward. It's like, well, why don't you just stop him?
1: Yeah. You know, okay. Fine. So you weren't. I don't sure, think it's clear anything. from this when the various things were oh, communicated. Okay. I mean, he okay. said she brought it up while he was going down on her, so that was at least during.
0: He was calling her a slut while going down on her.
1: Yeah, that's a little Was it muffled or how did he? <laughs> that's
0: not the. T- I, I mean, okay. If that's not what she wanted. She, that's not the time. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on dirty, the dirty talk area, but I believe that the time when <laughs> you're supposed to deploy these phrases is when you're being very dominant. Right. Right. So it's not like, Hey, sit on my face. And then she's sitting on your face and you're like, slut. No, yeah. Right. It's not
1: when you're down there, carpet munching. You yeah. call her a color. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind of funny. Yeah, all I mean, right. if anything, she would be. The order be of the events here
1: is unclear. Maybe okay. he called her a whore during foreplay and then he went down on her and then she started thinking about it and, you know, got upset. I'm not sure.
0: You don't, it doesn't. So, okay. So, all right, fine. Uh, you would, you switch, you alternate between PIV and giving oral to the woman without any concern about the fact that your penis
1: has been in there and maybe I don't worry about cross her. contamination, right? Until afterward. You would not want to go down on After I've her. come, yeah. I'm not going to go down on her or okay extremely because, unlikely
0: for for some period we've discussed this there's you know after some period of time it switches uh but okay uh so it could be that he's alternating and they they were doing some piv activity and that was when he said these things could which would be make more sense yeah uh, and he called her a slut and a whore
1: yes okay uh do you think he should worry that she's putting him in a box where she doesn't want to be objectified by him and is that dangerous i don't think that's the
0: worry the worry i would have is that she has a thing that she get that she finds hot and he's not a, for whatever reason he she can't do it with him
1: and so yeah. i guess we're saying the same out. thing in different ways okay. though
0: okay yeah she's gonna seek out another
1: partner that right where it works that's what i meant by dangerous yeah got it uh, yes, I
0: think that is a uh, substantial risk here. That like, the, Yeah, she, for whatever reason, wants... I don't... Yeah, I guess it's just submissive, right? She wants to...
1: I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be that. It could be that like, maybe she used to like that kind of stuff, and now that she's had her first healthy relationship, she realizes blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that she made the request implies that something was feeling unfulfilled and that she didn't like it when he tried implies that it's still not being fulfilled so so have you ever had a woman make a request like this of any kind like oh i'd like you to call me this or that i think i've had i never have i think i've had a woman say something like tell me what you want but nobody's specifically yeah like the the nature of her request implies she's dissatisfied with something i don't think i've had someone say yeah yeah call me a dirty whore or whatever. I I haven't had that experience.
0: Yeah. I think that the, in general, I think that the types of verbalizations that are most, that I've experienced as appreciated by a female partner are ones that show that I'm into it or excited. Right. Ones that sort of demean her, I don't think typically-
1: I think people have praise kinks and whatever the opposite of a praise kink is. And for some people that's really important, but I think most just want to feel like they're really being enjoyed appreciated that's right so so it's like it's like yeah this feels good or yeah i mean you can um, do it non-verbally too right like yeah i mean it's, a lot of it is just in your actions um what is your what is the
0: action you take to show that it feels good you like give a thumbs up or like a, a, the bullseye sign <laughs> like
1: right on i yeah, to show them my spreadsheet scoring all my orgasms and show them that oh they've, they've done well um you don't have a spreadsheet for all your orgasms no i do not okay um it's not impossible i have spreadsheets for a lot you know. of things i do not for cataloging my orgasms that would be interesting but okay yeah uh no they wouldn't like that no they would that no a, it's just
0: a, you're moderately there's
1: moaning and the intent and passion of your kissing and yeah, there's various nonverbal things right yeah agreed there
0: i mean i think but uh, yeah this one is more specific like yeah, it suggests that there's something that she's looking for. That's yeah, requires some conversation.
1: I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I wanted to. I think this might. Like maybe she wants to feel possessed by
0: him. Like this is my pussy or something. Like it's something anyway. Yeah,
1: it's hard to know. Like I don't know how praise and anti praise kinks. What is the opposite of a praise kink? I don't know. Abuse. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. I don't know how those things develop or what exactly they're looking for for those, but in some cases, it's probably they just want to the, to feel like the person's more into it. But in some cases, I think there's something more to it, like they have had some sort of trauma in their past or something that often manifests from trauma, if not actually yeah, working explicit, it. yeah. Okay. This person says, why is the initial penetration one of the best parts of sex? Okay. I wanted to read this because I want to describe what my experience is around the first penetration. All right. Is this a psychological thing? Does anyone else get this? Obviously, nothing beats the climax that happens later on, but there's something special for me about the beginning of intercourse. It's like this otherworldly feeling, like we've entered a different universe where time doesn't matter, just our closeness and feeling each other. This might have been written (sighs) by a woman. Just our closeness and feeling each other skin to skin. I just get this sense of comfort, a boost in confidence, and even more desire to satisfy her. Huh? This is my take as a man. Okay. Maybe women see it differently. I'm not sure. Is it a highlight for you? That's still suspiciously sounds like it. And like declaring Maybe this is my take as woman. a man makes me a little bit more <laughs> suspicious that it might not actually be a man. But yeah, for me, it's not the. For me, it feels really fucking good. And. Mm-hmm. I actually have to actively try not to come, like in those first like five strokes. Like not always, but pretty often, it's like, all right, just wow. like make sure. Yeah, like my body really, really, really likes that part. Um, Even with a partner that you've been with more than five. I times. mean, it's obviously the more excited I am, and I'm generally more okay. excited with newer partners. Um, the the worse this quote unquote problem is. But okay. yeah, like I often have the experience that it's like, yeah, yeah I got to be careful not to come here. And then once things like get going, I'm fine and normal. But
0: um, So it's a new sensation and there's a little bit less lubrication. Those are the two things. Yeah.
1: I think it, the I, actual physical part of it feels really, really, really good. And then, yeah, I mean, it's like the culmination of some anticipation. Sure.
0: Yeah. And I think the woman has a similar experience, right? I mean, first of all, it does... Feel good, and there it's like a it's like a it's the beginning of something that then becomes more you get used to it, right? As it's going on, like it doesn't it's not as surprising or whatever, yeah. As new of a sensation, the derivative
1: of the sensation is is maximum, there, right? That's right. So, you yeah, for both of you, it's that way,
0: and it makes yeah, I mean, all of that makes sense to me. Uh, I don't know about the closeness thing or whatever, that's some overlay,
1: yeah. The first comment I just noticed is, Oh, ha, I assumed you were a woman because the feeling is identical to what you describe. Like, that's sort of interesting. I I, I almost wish this was a woman because I guess I am a little bit curious about what it feels like when they're first getting penetrated. I mean, it's a moment of like maximum submission. Sort of. I mean, it's, yeah, I guess that's right. Right, Depends on who's pursuing whom. They're allowing themselves to get, you know, violently penetrated
0: violent
1: i heard that word on a podcast <laughs> uh a few a few weeks ago and they were describing the act of sex is like generically violent like almost definitionally violent and the person he was doing the podcast with was like contesting the use of the word violent and this person was like no like <laughs> it just is uh, like the the man is always like perpetrating violence, and so yeah, that's why I use that word there. I was that's I was a, testing it. This out. is a radical.
0: This is a radical feminist trope from like the nineteen seventies. Uh, okay, I guess, just so you know. Okay, yeah, it was like it was Andrew Sullivan.
1: Sex is rape. It was Andrew Sullivan yeah, okay. who was saying it. By the way,
0: um, I mean, that's not. I I think that I actually, ironically, think that that perspective is uh, somewhat radically anti-feminist because it negates the actual experience of women. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that women typically view it as violent. I mean, it can be violent. You can have an experience that is, but I think the most yeah. of the time, it's sort of, it's. I mean, it's not like it's. It's not. I don't know. Is it violent when the dental hygienist puts their right. finger in your mouth? I think. To, to, I mean yeah,
1: I think yeah. it, this come down comes down to pedantry, right? Like it's. <laughs> well, but it's
0: it's well no, but I think the interesting thing about it is it's it's, it's basically mansplaining. It's basically saying, oh well. It would be violent to me if somebody inserted something in my anus and it's like, yeah, except this isn't an anus. Right. And it's like, it's not, it's not, I don't know. I mean like, uh, I'm, I'm often impressed. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed by the amount of time that cam girls can spend putting things in and out of that orifice. I mean, I've seen not, I haven't watched the whole time, but I've gone back and forth just out of curiosity and seen a woman known that a woman for for say three to five hours was doing this. Yeah. Not the entire time, but I mean they were yeah, so obviously it's not it's an it's an area of the body that's capable of
1: it's it's <laughs> violent is a strong word. Yeah. I, think, I mean, typically. yeah. I mean it's, if I not if I stroked that. my arm for even half an hour, I would get an, an abrasion sore. Probably. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, it's a little bit different from that. And I think, yeah, it sort of
0: misunderstands the female experience. But in terms of I mean, I think that the look, the stretching experience is pleasurable and it's a new for that encounter experience they're having so in the same way that for the guy that sort of compression experience and pushing and so forth starts feeling good like i think it's analogous so yeah it doesn't it doesn't surprise me at all that a woman would say the same thing yeah would say oh this 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 is what i would say too just like descriptions of orgasms that where you remove the gender and gendered stuff like semen Typically, you can't tell what the gender is. Unless it's a woman who does things like squirt and yeah. has 57 orgasms in a row, then it's not real. I
1: mean, f- fair enough. But this person says, like we've entered a different universe where time doesn't matter, just our closeness and feeling each other skin to skin. That's a stupid thing. That's just say. not, I mean, that's really my experience. I mean, it can feel very emotionally bonding, but in that moment, it's pretty dominated by a physical sensation.
0: I would agree with that. I mean, it, maybe when you're really young and it's like one of your first 50 encounters or something, mm-hmm. you have more of that experience because it's so unique and new and sort of surprising that someone's willing to do this with you, et etc. But but yeah, the only look, the only time I would have used words like that to describe it is if I was like trying to cajole. Like in high school, I was like trying to cajole a girl into like liking me more. Right. to the wrong word. But like if, I, yeah, I would basically describe it in these very flowery terms, but that's not how I would think about it right. internally.
1: I mean, I think in my mind, I was imagining that a woman was pretending to be a man here and then she wanted to show this to her boyfriend and say like, see, this is how you're <laughs> supposed to, because <laughs> she wanted everyone to agree yeah. with her. But
0: Oh, fair point. I mean, the guy does like it, but he likes it because it just feels good. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly why the woman likes it too. It feels good. Right. Yeah, it's, it's
1: relaxing and pleasurable. Right. Whatever. All right. Well, we're a little early here, but I think that's a good place to wrap. That will do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. We cherish feedback, especially negative feedback, since that's the most actionable It helps us get better. So if you have any, hit us up. We pay $10 for any feedback received, even if it's short, so you don't have to write an essay. Uh, we also enjoy listener questions. So if you have any for us, the experts, fire them away to ymmvpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like us to keep it private, that is to say, for us not to use it on the show, just say so in the email, and we'll, of course, honor that. We thank you for your listenership, and we look forward to catching you next week on Your Mileage May Vary.
0: Je veux et je
1: viens entre tes reins. Je vais et je viens, je me retiens.
0: No.